Again, all morning long, we're speaking to some of our favorite former news anchors from here in Cincinnati, catching up with them and finding out what life is like beyond the anchor desk. We continue this morning with one of my personal favorite news anchors when I was growing up here in Cincinnati, Vicki Yatesor. She's a former Channel 12 news anchor. It's our pleasure to welcome Vicki Yatesor to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Vicki. How are you? I'm doing great, Rodney. How are you? I'm doing great. So this is a blast from the past for me. Now, I remember growing up here in Cincinnati as a teen, and I remember turning on my television to the local news, to Channel 12, and seeing you. And it was my first time seeing a woman of color anchoring the newscast. So that was huge. Wow. I I believe that because the first time I saw a woman of color on television in Detroit, I felt the same way. I'm like, oh, my gosh. When I was younger, when you'd see people of color on TV, you'd call your mom and say, Mama, there's a, a black man on TV. There's a, <laughs> back in the day, we'd say, a Negro. A man on the, and everybody would rush in to see what was going on. All right. There you go. <sighs> so let's catch up. Now, you hosted the new news, as I talked about, on Channel 12 in the early to mid-80s, I would probably say. Correct. All right. So let's catch up now. Let's fast forward. What are you doing today? You're still on the air today. I am still on the air at News Channel 5 in Nashville, Tennessee. It's been, uh, I've been here 32 years this month, actually. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. And you host the 4 p.m. and the 6 p.m. newscast, right? I sure do. Yeah. So how's life in Nashville? You know what? Life in Nashville is great. After I left Cincinnati, I went to Pittsburgh for five years uh, and anchored there. And then I got an offer to come to Nashville. And truthfully, I was not thrilled because I had all of these misconceptions about Nashville being country music. And, you know, I thought people would be picking, you know, (laughs) their teeth with a piece of straw. I just (laughs) I wasn't even sure if they had indoor plumbing. So I (laughs) was... And I had three little kids by that time, so I was like, mm, I don't know. But to be honest, I kept getting signs that you need to go to Nashville. Okay, good. Now let's talk about this. You mentioned you're a mother of three, and so, mm-hmm. you know, we always want to know what happened. So you have a daughter, and I understand twin boys. Is that right? I sure do. My daughter is 35, which she probably wouldn't want me to tell you that, but she's <laughs> 35. And my son's just turned 33 about two weeks ago. They're twins. Like you said, they're twins. All right, good. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone this morning with a favorite of ours from back in the day, uh-huh. Vicki Eights, or from former Channel 12 news anchor. We're catching up with some of our favorite news anchors. Maybe I'm just being biased, some of my favorite news anchors <laughs> over the years well, as well. But I I'm know glad that. to be included. All right. So I know that you were really popular um, here when you were here in Cincinnati. I know that you led the new news. It was number one in the market when you were here. It was. Yes, it was. And so what was that like for you? to come into Cincinnati and then have a top-rated anchor's position. What was that like for you? Challenging at first because I had come from Toledo, Ohio, where I'd been a reporter. This was my first anchoring job when I moved to a KRC. And I was just, you know how you get the jitters about, will people like me? Will I do a good job? I had those all those jitters. But it worked out because, truthfully, the people in Cincinnati were so welcoming. I mean, I would go places, and I would be amazed that people would even know who I was. Seriously, I was like, they know my name. And then I'm like, well, I guess they watch the show. <laughs> and But it was always a pleasant surprise. And not only that, KRC, truthfully, was a great place to work. I had 
wonderful co-workers. I had great co-anchors. I mean, down to the technicians and, I mean, everybody. It was, it was just a pleasure and a joy to work there. Okay, so we talked about this. We touched on this, but I want to talk about this. Okay, this is your first news anchoring job here in Cincinnati mm-hmm. at Channel 12. You come into the place. You go number one. But what was it like to be a woman of color in the broadcasting industry at that time? What was that like in the early 80s? Okay, you know what? It felt like I had a big responsibility. I felt like I had to always be on my toes. I didn't want to embarrass anybody. I didn't want to, I was representing, truthfully, not only women, but women of color. And so to me, it was very important that I keep a high level in everything that I did. I was, I just felt very responsible because, as I said, the person I used to uh, look at in Detroit, Always, she was very classy. You couldn't find anything wrong with her. And that's kind of what I wanted to be because I wanted people to say, hey, she represents us and we're glad she does. So what do you remember most about Cincinnati? Wow. Um, I remember Skyline Chili. I remember <laughs> <laughs> Crater's ice cream. But mostly, I just, you know what? I remember the people. I really do. I, I'm, amazingly, I was there for a, a reunion Channel 12 had a reunion of the people who were there at that time. This had been about six years ago. And went to downtown uh, Cincinnati and stopped at a store, and I bought a pair of shoes. And when I took the shoes up to pay for them, the lady behind the counter, this was like 20 years after I left, she said, Vicki Yates Orr. And I'm like, oh, I just kind of stood there with my mouth open. I know she thought, what is wrong with you? But I was so surprised that she remembered me because it had been like 20 years. We remember so, you. We remember well, I'm just, you. I'm so surprised. Really, I am. I'm flattered, but I'm so surprised. Uh, and so let me break this down. Now, you are the first woman of color that I've saw mm-hmm. on TV, but you were beautiful. And, oh, you're so sweet. And so I think that was, you know, the I, some of the guys appealed, maybe some of the girls as well. But that, that, that was, I'm, <laughs> sh- I'm sure that, you know, that, those are things we remember. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> well, you know, you just try to do the best you can. and But I would always try to dress a little creatively mm-hmm. because I think that people want to, they don't want to just see you sitting there in a suit. You know, and, and women were wearing suits back in those days. So I tried to mix it up a little bit. So maybe that's part of why people watch, too. I'd like to think that maybe I had a certain amount of style. Maybe it was bad style, but I had a certain, <laughs> a certain amount. Uh, it was good. It was good. Oh. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. For more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. This morning, we're speaking to Vicki Eights or former Channel 12 news anchor from here in Cincinnati. She's now in Nashville. Now, let's talk about thinking about what you do now. What's the most difficult part of doing what you do, being a news anchor? I mean, the most difficult thing is making sure that you take care of as many people as you can take care of. When you're in this business, a lot of them will ask you to, you know, to represent them or to, to emcee something or to be on a board or something. And you have to pick the ones that mean the most to you because if you don't, you'll be doing something every day. You'll be, you know, hosting a, uh, a dinner or something every day. But you have to find the ones that most are like you, that you have the most, not necessarily in common with, but the things that you are really interested in. Like I'm part of the YWCA because they have Dress for Success. They are helping women who've been abused. Things like that really resonate with me, and that's important to me. 
right, there you go. Do you find that you had to learn the art of saying no? Yeah. You know, that's so hard because when you do say no, people take it personally. And it's not personal. It's not like, I don't want to be there because, you know, it's your dinner or your whatever. It's just that, and especially when my kids were younger, I didn't want to be away from them on a weekend when that was the only time we really had to be together. And so I would just say, you know, I, I just can't make it tonight. My kids, something's going on with my kids as far as my sons were very much involved in sports, and I didn't want to miss any of their games. My daughter was involved with dance. I didn't want to miss any of her recitals. And so a lot of times you just, you hate to do it, but you just have to say, you know, my family comes first. And that's a good lead into my next question, because I think I read somewhere that you were a single mom. Yeah, I was a single mom. I divorced the year I left uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. So I came here with three kids under the age of four. Okay. And so what was it like being a working mom in broadcasting, mm-hmm. doing a newscast, and all of that, that that encompasses? What was that like for you? You know, it was a big juggling act because you have to be at work. I mean, you can't say, well, you know what, my kids have got this going on. I can't make it to work today. I had to make it to work. So I was very blessed to have a decent babysitters because I would have somebody pick them up at school and then I'd be home, say, around 7 o'clock. But I'd have somebody there to help them out. And it was just very important that they knew I was their mom and that I was going to be involved in their lives. But meanwhile, a lot of times I would have to work late. At one point, they asked me to work nights. And I, that was really difficult. So for five years, until they found another anchor, I had to work nights. And I didn't get off until almost 11 at night. And that was a difficult time because I didn't get a chance to see my kids in the morning. So, it, you know, it's it's always something going on, no matter what your job is. Okay. Sometimes you have conflict, and, and a lot of times I would. But, you know, you have to do a great job at work. You can't half call that in. You have to be fully involved with that. Okay. Now, earlier I asked you what's the most difficult part of your job and what you do. What's the best part of doing what you do, being Vicki or being on the news, being a news anchor, being in broadcasting? What's the best part of that? You know what? The best part of that is you always know somebody when you go somewhere. When you go out, I, <laughs> I just came in from a walk, and I had three different people come and hug me because they're like, oh, what's going on? What's going on in the news tonight? And you always, somebody always knows you, and it's not like uh, an ego thing, like, oh, they know who I am. It's like they feel like they're part of your family, and you're part of their family. So it's almost like having family members, no matter where you go. There's going to be somebody there that you can talk to and connect with. So you always know somebody, no matter where you go. All right. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're catching up with some of our favorite former news anchors from here in Cincinnati. On the phone with me, all the way from Nashville, is Vicki Yatesord. She is a former Channel 12 news anchor. Now, I've been told this, and I've been told that you have the best shoe collection ever. How accurate is that? <laughs> I don't know if it's the best, but it's it's a, one of the biggest. <laughs> I, yeah, I have this shoe thing. It, it's not healthy, but <laughs> I do. I'm buying shoes everywhere I go. I don't know why. It's just something ever since I was a little girl, I've just loved shoes. So, yeah, my closet is overrun with shoes, some that are still in the box that I haven't gotten out and worn yet. Okay, they need a foot cam at Channel 5 over there so that we can see your shoes every day. It's funny, I've had somebody say that, what if we put a camera on your shoes every day? I'm like, no, let's not do that. 
So yeah. um, back in 2011, you were invited to the White House to interview President Obama. What was it like to get that call? Because that's not a call you get every day, right? It, no, for sure. It was really uh, – it caught me completely off guard. I'll make a, a short story out of it. But my news director said uh, – she called me on the phone. I'm like, she's only two doors down. Why is she calling me on the phone? But I'm like, okay. <laughs> so she said, uh, what are you doing Thursday? And I said, uh, coming into work. She said, well, how would you like to go to Washington, D.C.? And I said, for what? And she said, to interview President Obama. And I, like, hung the phone up quickly and ran into her office. And I said, are you kidding me? She said, no, they called and asked if you could be there Thursday because there are going to be uh, four of you, and each of you will get a chance to spend some time with him. And I'm like, of course, sign me up. So... <laughs> So she and I traveled to D.C. and I went to the White House. It was my first time at the White House. I know a lot of people have gone on tours, but it was my first time. And it was just like an out-of-body experience. It really was. Did you do it in a particular room at the White House? We did. We did it in what they call the diplomat's room. And the diplomat's room is the room that whenever a helicopter stops and drops the president off, it's the room you see him walking to when he gets off the helicopter. So it's called the diplomat's room. And I'll make another long story short. I sat there. I was the first one to, uh, to do it. It was myself and three other reporters, uh, male reporters from other cities. And I got to do it first. And we were all kind of, I was kind of sitting there waiting for him. And my back was to the door. And I figured, okay, well, when the president comes, they said, he'll be here in about five minutes. I said, okay, it gives me five minutes. And meanwhile, I'm saying, God, don't let me mess this up. Please, <laughs> please don't let me I've been there. <laughs> You know, I'm sending up prayers. And I thought, well, okay, well, when the president gets here, they'll like, I don't know if they were going to play a horn or, you know, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the president has arrived. I was waiting for that. But then it came up behind me and touched my shoulder and said, hello, Vicky, I'm Barack. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I said, well, hello, Mr. President, how are you? And meanwhile, my heart's like jumping out of my chest. But he was the nicest. And he... uh as they were putting his mic on, because I already had mine on, he said, where are you from originally? And I said, Detroit. And he said, do you still have family there? I said, my sister's there. He said, no, what's her name? I said, Michelle. So anyway, I go through all my questions. And he, we were supposed to have seven minutes with him. We had ten. He, he allowed us three more minutes. So I asked my questions. He gave me his answers. And then right before I left, I'm taking my mic off. And he said, Vicky, it was great meeting you. I really enjoyed talking with you. I said, thank you. He said, good questions, too. I said, thank you. He said, oh, by the way, tell Michelle I said hello. So I said, I sure will. So we walk out, and I, as soon as I get out, I grab my phone, and I'm calling my sister. Michelle, the president said to tell you hello. <laughs> She's screaming on when, and I'm kind of screaming silently because I'm still in the way. <laughs> but he story. was so gracious. He was, a, he was a wonderful interview. All right. Wow, no doubt. And finally this morning, Vicki, what would you say to all the fans that miss you here in Cincinnati? I just want to tell everybody there who still remembers me that I'm so thankful for my time in Cincinnati. And I have been back several times since and tell everyone, I, I always tell everybody when they go, just really enjoy the city. Soak it up because it's a great city with wonderful people. Awesome. Well, we're out of time this morning. I know you got to get back and do what you do on the air. Thank you so much, Vicki Or We thank really appreciate you. you taking time to talk to us. And thank you. My pleasure, Rodney. We've been speaking to former Channel 12 news anchor Vicki Yates Or Again, all morning long, we've been speaking to some of our favorite 
former news anchors from here in Cincinnati to find out what life is like beyond the anchor desk. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. More information about the show can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit Shipt.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com.